0: Hello. Hi, John. Oh, hey,
1: Merlin. Oh, hi, John. I didn't see you there. How are you? Hi. Hey, uh, mm. I've been meaning to call you. Oh, we're about due. Yeah, yeah I just, uh, <clears throat> boy, I've been busy. It's like me and
0: baths every week, whether I need it or not. Is that right? Bath. Mm. That's my grandma used to say. She had a lot of very memorable stuff. <laughs>
1: uh, she's a funny lady. wonder what the
0: poor people are doing. Oh yeah. yeah, but you say that you say that because the joke is like you don't have a lot of dough, but maybe you go out to like uh, you know KFC
1: or whatever. So, yeah, I wonder what the poor people are doing. What are the poor people doing? My grandmother used to say things to my dad that I can't repeat. Oh no!
0: Oh, see, she was, was from
1: Kentucky. Yeah, we had a lot of things that can't be repeated. Yeah, it was all uh, in order to get his goat. You wouldn't think my dad had a lot of goats, but he did, and his mother could really get to him. Oh, they're so good at that, aren't they? They are. All this in heaven, too. You know, I was
0: just thinking, uh, do you know who Max Roser is? Mm, it's not the jazz drummer or the Cards Against Humanity guy. I'm going to say no, nope. I don't.
1: Max Roser is a uh, statistician. Ooh, I love statistics. Yeah, well, Max Roser is a statistician. Oh,
0: he... oh, well, hang on. I'm sorry. Yes, I think. Actually, I heard about this. I want to say from Max Temkin. I know. About, oh, tell me really? about
1: Max Roser. So Max Roser Max is Roser. A, he's a very interesting character. He's um I guess he would I guess he describes himself as a uh, as an economist maybe or a, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean he's very philosophical. But I always think of him as
0: somebody who likes to do like I want to say like uh, data visualizations of long term trends of living standards.
1: Correct. Yeah. That is the same Max Roser. I he's think a he German. Might be at the Uni of Oxford. He is, and and um and the thing about it, you would never know he was a German by his name. Hmm. Uh but he is really good at using uh data vis- visualization yeah, native is. to um to like kind of turns out you mm-hmm. about stuff you think you know about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, the world is dying. And he's like, actually That's so much shit, man.
0: Yeah. Love or that you stuff. say,
1: or people say like, we've never there's never been more, and he's like, Nope, actually there's never been less. Mm-hmm. He does it over and over. He's really good at it, he's very dispassionate. But you can tell that he's passionate uh, about uh, the facts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was uh, reading some Max Roser because I like to do that. His, uh, his little website, Our World in Data. Mm-hmm. Or Data. Right. And uh, I realized uh, when you and I were born, roughly about the same time, mm-hmm. the population of the world was 3.5 billion people. Okay. And now the population of the world is 7.7 billion people. The population of the world has doubled in our lifetime. Oh, my God. For every person that was walking around, smoking Pall Malls, driving Lincoln oh, Continental. Holy shit. There's a full-on other person now also riding the along with them.
0: size of the world population over the last 12,000 years.
1: Yes. Isn't oh, that an amazing graph? Yeah. That is...
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Yeah. It took like... Hundreds of thousands of years to get to uh like five hundred million. It took it took thirty nine years
0: for the world population to double. Yes.
1: Oh my god. So it's a hilarious graph. There were uh there were one and a half billion people about in nineteen hundred. There were two billion in nineteen twenty eight, three billion in nineteen sixty. Here's where we come in. Yep. About 3.5 billion there in 65, six, seven, and then 4 billion in 75. Now it really starts cooking. 5 billion in 87, 6 billion in 99, which is what I still think of as the population of the earth, 6 billion. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's 7 billion in 2011 and 7.7 7 billion. That's 0. 0.7 billion people, 700 million additional people just from the time that we started doing <sighs> this podcast until now. Oh my God. So, you know, you drive around Seattle and you're like, there's so much traffic. It's like, yeah. I think about the addressable
0: podcast market, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I'm talking that that seven hundred million people that we just added during the program are uh yeah, they're they're all buying Casper <laughs> mattresses? Like, subscribe It's a new it's a new kind of vibrant mattress
0: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it.
1: anyway they're not Currently a
0: sponsor of our addressable market. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why.
1: Uh, uh, our World in Data, hi- highly recommended. Uh, l- l- here are some of their topics. Uh, CO2 and greenhouse gas emissions. Mm-hmm. A short history of global living conditions. That's a really nice one. Literacy, life expectancy, uh, hunger and undernourishment, income inequality. All of these little topics are going to give you food for thought. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully your thought is hungry, Mm. hungry for food. He has an FAQs on plastics.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Wow, look at all that. Oh, that's a lot of plastic. This is an upsetting sight.
1: Well, can be, but also it can be very, uh, this is the thing, it's food for thought Mm -hmm. because it's not, uh, typically it is not ideological. And so depending on what your ideology is, whatever your pet ideology is, you can take this information and you can really twist it inside your head if you're looking for it to be ideological. Or you can just uh, eat it and have it be food for thought. Food for thought from Max Roser. Food for thought. And he has other partners. It's not just him, but he's the the German. So, of course, that's the one that you want to...
0: You know, they say in heaven... Let's see. See, I always get this wrong. In heaven, the uh Italians the make Italians the cars. Oh, right. The English are the bureaucrats hmm? and the French are the chefs.
1: Right? And the Germans run the government. The
0: Germans run the government. In hell, the Italians
1: run the government. Oh wait, no, I think the Germans run the Germans are the bureaucrats and the English run the government. English Which run one of the, those
0: Yeah, but I I remember the English make the food. Sorry, guys. Oh, this is
1: the hell, yeah. In the
0: hell. um, uh, What are the other ones I'm missing? The
1: English make the food. The Italians run the government. The French are the bureaucrats. Oh, boy. And the Germans... uh, What was the other one? Uh, Oh, the Germans make the... Oh, no, wait, because the Germans make good cars. The Germans do make good cars. Maybe it's the French that make the cars. The French make the
0: cars. Germans make the... Oh, 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 oh no no! You know what we forgot no, what, what, no, what? no 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 he, no heaven yeah yeah yeah. Was, okay, go, 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 go. The lovers
1: who's the lovers? Oh the lover the Germans right. So the French are the lovers. French are the lovers. The Italians make the food. The British run mm. the government, and the Germans make the cars. Okay, okay, that works for me. Right, and then you flip it around. Yep, 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 and yep, yep, the, yep. the the, the uh. English make the food. The Germans are the lovers. The Italians run the government, and the French make the cars. Wow, a G- <laughs> German! Oh burn, man, burn Woo! on Citroens.
0: Sorry, continent. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, and all those Germans
1: listening to the program, of which there are no no shortage. I am here to tell you, man, Germans love podcasts. Well, and they're like, ah, we're great lovers. What are you talking about? We're very, we're very giving. <sighs> Yeah,
0: yeah, I've been, uh, do you ever listen to, uh, I don't think, I don't know if he's even doing it anymore. You ever listen to Hardcore History? Uh, I It has been uh, recommended to me for for centuries. Yeah, yeah, this is my, like, maybe you're my bim-bam, where you're like, now you just, like, stop recommending it to me.
1: Yeah, but it's also, like, it's it definitely feels like a time commitment, and um, and from what I understand, he does a tremendous job of deep diving on things that would be of interest to me. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just very hard for me to listen to podcasts.
0: Um, I understand. And the one, um, I mean, I've hopped around, but I finally, um, late last week jumped into (laughs) his three part series on world war one. And you're thinking to yourself, I've I've heard about, this. yeah, you're thinking about yourself, uh, thinking to yourself like, Oh, okay, I can handle 60 minutes. I can handle three 20 minute episodes. um, it took me several days to get the through the three hour part one <laughs> of this, but God, it's relevant to so many things. I have a note here for the future. At some point, we need to talk about uh, a Game of Thrones uh, versus real wars in the right. world. Okay, something okay, uh, okay. something I posted. Oh, let's say two weeks ago on Twitter on uh, monday may 13th uh, was was about um uh, the episode uh, uh first uh, world war one world war and and basically there was this one uh i guess one of the very earliest battles uh, first he goes through all of like the run-up and it was fascinating but you get to the point where the germans which are still it's a fairly recent you know country it's at that sure. point a 40 year old country something like sure, that.
1: sure sure before that it was prussia sprawled mm-hmm. all over the place
0: and you still have austria-hungary right yep. so um but anyway, uh, God, I feel like I'm really off my game the last couple of weeks, John. I don't know mm. if I, he, but he talks about, uh, as I said in my tweet two weeks ago on May 13th, um, he basically talks about one of the earliest battles in World War I, demonstrating how what was about to happen was going to be very different from what came before in at least a few major ways one major way was your whole like charge the light brigade romance of war guy with (laughs) a saber and a feather hat right
1: red red uniforms right right and this is (laughs) you
0: know this has been running up for a while but there was still a very proud heritage of like we are these these noble warriors that that was going to run into some problems but it was this particular battle where the germans were attacking belgium And they were in this, like a big fort. And on the one hand, the Germans didn't know what they were getting into for this skirmish. And, yes. uh, and, and you can go listen to the three-hour podcast. But basically, Belgium just sat there with fucking machine guns. That's the m- difference. Mowing down row after row after row of Germans until it was basically a battle of the bastards type situation. They had to actually ponder, it's getting hard for us to shoot them. Should we run out there and with our hands make a hole in the pile of the dead to be able to keep mowing them down as they send You know, company after company of like militaristic, proud Germans to just be fucking mowed down, just just carved in half by a machine gun fire on the ground and from the uh, the castle, basically.
1: Yes, that makes a uh, that makes a big difference in the way war is um, is conducted if you cannot even get there. Right. To do the war.
0: But then but then the the, the the twist on the twist is this one fella, whose name escapes me, who was a German general who just kept going up. He was just like this fucking hardballer. And the uh, the guy who was leading one big part of this died. And he basically took over this guy's companies and just did this daring raid, like, into the fucking fort. And, mm-hmm. like, basically, like, breached them. And they were pretty much, I guess, ready to surrender to some extent. But they still couldn't get to, like, where... You know, they're the Red Keep, basically. and, yeah. and, and
1: so They, they didn't co- have a dragon. It was, it was Do you know the story
0: about, like, calling in literally the big guns for this?
1: Uh, they, had, they were starting to build big guns at this point. They were starting to build big. big Bertha. Big,
0: well, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I actually, if you go back and listen to the thing I, 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 I should never post, but something no. I posted, um, you can get to the timestamp for something I posted on Monday, May 13th. Uh, you, you hear about that? basically calling in their ace in the hole, which is this new gun. Uh, a new cannon that was that you would shoot from i, I think it was 4000 feet away um, where in order to even fire the cannon they had to be 3 football fields away with their mouth open so their eardrums didn't burst <laughs> and they were shooting this we're not talking like we're not talking Napoleon level cannonballs we're talking some really really big uh uh, explosive, explosive shells, shells, yes. shells that could pierce through your castle, like a dragon could pierce through your castle. And so basically once they got the trajectory, right, they're just dropping these, I think multi hundred pound bombs. And eventually they hit the mag, the, I guess they call it the magazine, the armory the magazine. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they're just, they're able to just sit there and at will drop in these bombs from so far away. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. It really cuts into the idea of like a guy on a horse with a feather in his cap going, hurrah, boys, let's go. And and uh, <laughs> I mentioned it in context with uh, some recent television because it's like this is when I guess, according to Dan Carlin, this is one of the times where you realize the future of this kind of fighting is going to really change. And not least the idea that having a fort <laughs> is going to be the thing that protects
1: you from the outside because mm. that game has changed. The, the fort game has changed. Yeah. I mean, you would think that you would have a couple of test cases like that and then not uh, just go ahead and do the same exact thing for four more years. But uh, not everybody was paying attention. He calls
0: out. I think he didn't say it by name, but I think specifically he's saying, um, you know, imagine a line like it took a long time to like get this message through. Anyway, I don't know. I thought it was really good. I listened to it. I fell asleep a couple times and, and then rewound. But uh um, yeah. but I don't know. I just I th- I thought that was uh w- when you're up against something that's so fundamentally uh, if you like, it disrupts your idea of the possible. Can you imagine what it must be like to be sitting in and just see like and then oh and the, apparently the gases when the when the bombs would hit they would um <laughs> uh they were not deliberately like choking gases but they were the equivalent of i guess like a chemical weapon also because they would just knock people out with the horrible gases from these things when they landed mm. i don't know man don't, uh, want, don't want to be in a war it ain't as pretty as it used to be you know war is hell merlin well that's what William Tecumseh comes to sherman said
1: you know, these days.
0: <laughs> let me let me just quote this entire three-hour podcast. What a dead end! I'm sorry I brought it up. That was terrible. no, no, no. It's quite all right. I, yeah. I, we,
1: you know, we don't talk about war enough.
0: We got to make this evergreen. If we talk about 1914, it's going to bring the milkshakes to the yard.
1: Well, that's true, but but also not even 1914. Let's just let's just let's just swing it all the way back up to here, where we we're working really hard uh, to make it so a war. Uh, is something that we just inflict on other people, and American soldiers don't even have to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting when we are capable of, because we're 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 close. We're halfway there. The DARPA drones, is, drones. Well, drones, and then you know, DARPA is constantly working with. Uh, we everybody loves to see those Boston. Uh, Dynamics or whatever, Boston, yeah. Oh, like where you, get the, where
0: you get the terrifying uh, like dog robot that can open yeah, doors? Yeah,
1: you get the dog robot that can open doors. Uh, but, you know, they're not doing that uh, to make pets. <laughs> right? They're not doing that so that you, when you go to town, you can have this thing uh, carry your groceries. Right. They're making these things uh, so that they can drop them out of airplanes in somewhere, Stan, and uh, have machine guns all over them and just control them from uh from Fort Bragg or whatever with joysticks. Yeah. That's that's why the army is one hundred percent behind uh, all the video games. And I know huh. I'm gonna get a lot of letters. I know yeah. I'm gonna get a lot of letters, but those first person shooter video games are just trying to raise up a generation of of infantrymen that can sit in a Aeron chair and, oh yeah it's a, you and, got an enders game type situation right so so but the thing is that the people in mm-hmm. the other place are still going to be people real people uh, that don't have remote control machine gun dogs <laughs> and so they're just gonna be out there working doing whatever growing poppies um, keeping their daughters out of school you know just doing stuff mm-hmm. as you do and And then something from the sky that sounds vaguely unlike a mosquito is going to drop a hellfire missile on them, and then the other people are going to, like, run away from the crater, and then the robot dogs with the machine guns are going to turn them into hamburger. And then we're going to be here in America reading Twitter about how mad people are about the latest TV show. Mm -hmm. We're not even going to know about it. There's no reason for them to tell us about it. Yeah. Uh, And there aren't any reporters anymore because BuzzFeed something. And so there aren't going to be any uh, reporters. Why would you? You just check Twitter. That's where all the information is. You're not going to embed somebody from BuzzFeed with a killer Uh, dog robot. Oh, you are not. They're not going to ride that robot along so they can report. Oh, but they will
0: be over here. They'll be over here in this airplane hangar seeing the cute doggos, the robot doggos that you can can pet. And they think they're people.
1: Cute dog goes, well, you know what? It may be that somebody, let's say BuzzFeed, okay. oh. has their own robot dog and they fly it over there in some kind of Buzzfeed airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is that can that robot dog be everywhere? No. Mm-hmm. Is that robot dog like what kind how much are they going to have to pay a kid who could be making money uh working for the army uh joysticking some killer dog? How much are they gonna have to pay him? It's going to be somebody, it's going to be some Chelsea Manning that got uh, that got UFO'd out of the army. Yes. And they're going to be like running the reporter robot dog. Okay. Uh, but that's, I don't see how that's going to produce, um, how that's going to actually produce. You're trying produce to bring in the news. best
0: and brightest of the joystick generation. Are you going to, so you look at something, I think it's called eGames, eGames, where people are on Twitch. Twitch. And there's, they're, they're screaming the N-word. What's your kick?
1: What's your kick? What's your kick? Kick mm. is something Okay, that oh, people go on.
0: That's different from Keck.
1: Keck is, yeah, Keck okay. is completely different. Keck is the
0: publisher of The Stranger. Oh my, okay. I'm so yeah. confused by online communities, I have to be honest with you. I'll tell there's, you what. there's so much going on that I don't understand. I feel like I could use a robot dog, but I'm not sure I could even control it. I mean, I just mm-hmm. wonder if they're going to be fighting for talent with the e gamers. Now here in Korea, uh, you can make a big career for yourself as an e gamer. I think that's coming to America, and now you get on a Twitch and you can you can cack, ask people about their cack, mm-hmm. 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 <coughs> and call them um, you know the 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 homosexual nicknames we try not to use as much. Right? Is that the kind of person they're going to want to bring in to control uh, to ro- remote control a robot dog?
1: Well, now let me uh, – this is tough because mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get a lot of letters. People don't know yeah. what my email address is, but they do know yours, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to give you a lot of letters, okay. I'm guessing. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I but I had a robot to mm-hmm. archive them. So um, uh, the letters are – do you remember a long time ago when the first people – I'm talking about the absolutely the first people who ever were. The, for, the uh, Children of the Forest. The original person of the forest, mm-hmm. who first suggested that there was some link—wait for it—between mm-hmm. video games and uh, school shootings or other violence. Oh yeah. And do you remember the trouble those people got in for even suggesting mm. that there might be any kind of connection between games where people were violenting? Yeah. And violence. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah. I'm going to regret a, this.
1: That was troublesome, wasn't it? That, that it yeah. was a... I, can, we I, like- I know a setup. I
0: could feel a setup coming. Wow. <clears throat> okay, so this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com supertrain. There are so many things that you can do with Squarespace. Well, to begin with, you can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea uh, into a new site right on the internet. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog or publish other kinds of content. You can sell products and services of all kinds. You can promote your physical or online business. You can even announce an upcoming event or a special project. Whatever you want to do, Squarespace has got you covered. And, and they do this by giving you beautiful templates that are created by world-class designers. They also have powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online They give you the ability to customize the look and feel, uh, the settings, the products, anything you want to do with just a few clicks. Of course, everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. They offer a new way to buy domains where you can choose from over 200 extensions. They have analytics that help you grow in real time and built-in search engine optimization, free and secure hosting, nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And of course, they have their 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of Squarespace. You're using Squarespace right now, just by listening to the Roderick on the Line podcast. I've been using these folks for years, and I, I really trust them with my stuff. And I, I hope that you'll check them out. So, so right now, you go over to squarespace.com/supertrain for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you use the offer code Supertrain to save you 10% off your first purchase of a website. Or domain that's squarespace.com/supertrain. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. <clears throat> okay,
1: so mm, I mean, I don't want to get—I no. don't want you to get emails mm. any more than I want to get emails. But I don't—you know—it felt like that question got resolved. Uh, it got resolved by virtue, and this is true of a lot of questions these days. They get resolved sheerly by the number of angry people that reply. A, with a feeling about it. You know what I mean? Like, the there's not, it's like, it does not take much to yell uh, something to the effect of research shows, right? Mm, doesn't data, take much. You gotta look at the data, right? Yeah, you can say research shows that that, well, but, you know, it's hard to do research. It's expensive. Oh, yeah, sure. It's very hard to do research that proves that this kid, for instance, who uh, grew up playing violent video games and then went on to commit violence uh, that there was any connection between that. You understand? Yes. It's very hard to prove that. Uh, anyway.
0: Oh, we're, we're, I mean, and I, I think I'm going to end up being quiet for a few minutes. So, okay. so I'll just say, right. say the one thing, which is like, it is, I think because I'm I'm interested in this data stuff and understand just the tiniest bit about it. It is, it is a uh, less difficult to look at existing data and say why that data has not shown something or right. why the results that we have seen, um, uh, more often than not, just need more data. We need yeah. we need more to be done with this. I mean, that that seems like a pretty straight-up, honest way to end your study is to go like, well, here's the thing that's not conclusive, and we really we need more study of this aspect. Like, we and, found something interesting, but no way can we say it's connected to this thing.
1: It's very hard, as they say, to prove a negative. And um, the thing about that is it's one of those sayings like um, – that maybe everybody's using to mean the opposite of what it means. I'm not sure. That's I don't the exception even know that proves
0: the rule, whatever that
1: means. Yeah, whatever that means, right? I, mean, I still don't know what uh, that means. It begs the question, whatever oh, that Oh, gross. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, yeah. we're, gonna, we're, we're doing a good job of having uh, uh, a lot of people who know how to uh, shoot other people remotely uh, and those people are often zombies or mm-hmm. uh, faceless drones. Could they uh, be drug it, dealers? Ah, uh, they could be drug dealers. They could be just uh, villagers that are a different that are a different culture from you that are just sort of trying to get there. I oh, like the butter uh, side up people. Yeah, or trying mm-hmm. to keep their daughters out of school. But whoever it is uh, that that is going to get killed by a machine gun dog, somebody's going to be driving those, and I'm betting it is not the kids. That we really into theater. Oh, right. right. You're not. You're not going to recruit from community theater to get somebody to drive those the dogs. Last, so, if I, you're
0: going to control some deadly robot machine gun
1: dogs, the last thing you want is say an improv group, right? Or somebody who spent a you know spent like most of their childhood um, like sort of doing role playing stuff with dolls. <laughs> it's less likely. Yeah. Then that you would pick somebody who knew how to use a controller, uh, switch between weapons. Uh, oh, in like a know, first. See,
0: my daughter just killed uh, the Ganons in uh, in Breath of the Wild, mm. which feels like kind of an accomplishment. But the, who's to say she might get a scholarship? For, at some point,
1: you know, at some point they're going to, they're going to go through, you know, what's going to happen is there's, you know, how the SAT works, right? It's, uh, yeah. you get a bunch of people in a room and you ask them questions that are, uh, that require that you be white and middle class. Right. Um, you know, this is a uh, theory show, or I mean, I'm sorry, data shows that this is true. Data. Anyway, <laughs> science, um, science, because science science shows <laughs> that this is, uh, that this is true. But what, what, uh, what the new SAT is going to be, you sit down in front of a controller, and they say, uh, "Can you get Mario uh, through this maze and and collect the gold coins?" Okay. And then they're like, "Do do 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 do," and it's like, "You have got a good score." Now, can you get Mario through that same maze, but with a gun mm. to get the gold coins? And you're gonna oh, go, can I ever?" Oh man. And then they're gonna say, "What if Mario was wearing a turban? Could oh, you do that?" No. Oh. And then you're gonna get in. Then you're gonna get into college studying what they what call if he, computer math. What if he just maths. wants to keep his daughter out of school? Right, right, right. Yeah. Or what if he doesn't? What if he wants to make you put your daughter in school because data shows? D- is it
0: because science or like, you know, uh, demanding, uh, you know, that people uh, not get vaccinated in the state. I don't know. Could, yeah, it could be a right. lot of things. But the point is Mario
1: will be armed. Mario is going to end up being armed. Okay. And the thing is, I don't know whether it's going to be incentivized, whether this behavior is going to be incentivized because Boston Dynamics actually puts a Mario face on the dog. Oh, that would
0: be so cute. Right? It wouldn't be hard. They wouldn't put Wario. They, they so, put, they put no. Mario, or as John Certice says Mario.
1: Mario. Yeah. Now now let me let me add to that. Yeah. What if you put your headphones on? Mm-hmm. And there's some music that is composed by, uh, bands that are funded by DARPA that goes <laughs> oh. kill, kill. and you're like, fuck yes, uh-huh. I'm having the fucking best day. Yeah. And it basically sounds like machine guns. <laughs> and oh. you're out there with your doggo mm-hmm. because doggos now are allowed in restaurants. Oh, doggos, they just let them
0: go anywhere, John.
1: <laughs> sure, but doggos out uh, outside my window barking all day and I go over and talk to the neighbor. They're like, like, why do you hate dogs and if you post about it on twitter they're like why do you you know fuck you why do you hate dogs and you're like fucking dog but no 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 so what, everybody's what like to,
0: what if they have to fly somewhere john what if they have to go on a, on a commercial airline or they bring the doggo
1: what happens oh they do they and they don't buy a seat for it the doggo just sits next it sits on the floor next to you yeah And they, 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 they wear shoes they let it out of their thing and the dog's just like brushing up against they put you put the you feet up you paid the same amount for your ticket as yes. they did, but they got a free doggo. Yeah, and they're just brushing you with it because it makes them because it's a comfort turkey. Yes. What I'm saying, Oof. if there's <laughs> if there is a doggo oh, uh, outside my window with Mario face and machine guns, and that dog is barking, yeah, do I go talk to the neighbor? Oh. If well, I post that I on would, Twitter, I
0: would, I, yeah, I'd be honest with you. There's a variety of things about the the picture that you have drawn that would really make me think twice.
1: Exactly, yeah. and I mean, there, there could
0: you, be some repercussions uh, from from
1: talking to that uh, companion. If you post that on Twitter, are you going to get flamed by some millenniums who's who gonna, believe who's gonna, that dogs you, are if people
0: if too? If the if the robot Mario dog goes into the into the uh, the Panera bread without mm. shoes, uh, mm. who, who's going to say read the sign? Who's gonna say? Read the sign. Mm-hmm. Service aminals only. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no machine guns. No shirts. No service.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. So these are things that I think. You know what's gonna happen is they're already happening. Okay. Okay. And what's gonna happen is uh, the military. Now this is a this is an argument that I used to have with Mark. Uh, I'm sorry, Matt Mar- Martin, all the time. Mm-hmm. I, why am I? Why am I? All of a sudden, like uh, uh, vocally dyslexic. I keep. I keep. You're
0: getting, the, you're getting older and you have uh, what a uh, friend of the show, uh, Marco Arment, or yes. if you like Mark Arment, he, he uh-huh. calls the, uh, it's the snap to grid problem, which is oh. when you have a name that's closer to a more popular name, or in your case, you might have an aphasia. Um, uh-huh. and, and so you, you say the wrong thing because your brain is snapping to the grid while it's thinking about the content. And uh-huh. then I think you get the
1: name a little bit wrong. Well, so, you know, I think I was, I said, uh, I was trying to say Matt Martin, but I think I might've right. been trying to say Mark Marin. You might Mark, have been
0: Mary Martin, who, who Mark, played Peter Pan.
1: She sure did. Anyway, L- later, uh, Matt Sandy Martin and Duncan, I Sandy Duncan, but she didn't have an eye. She would be a terrible to, robot oh, dog yeah. controller. Well but Sandy Duncan's eye was one of the great uh a great eighties bands. <laughs> but um what what so, uh, um, um, Mary oh, Mary Martin is so uh,
0: you and him would go back and forth about material materiel. Mary you well, and Mary Magdalene would have and, conversations about materiel.
1: What uh, what we would say is I would say uh, this is bad for our health. And he would say anything that uh, saves the lives of American service people is uh, is is good. You don't oh, want to. Oh, John! It's very hard to argue oh, okay. that more American service people should be put in harm's way. You're blood and treasure. Because you're going to put those people in harm's way. Yeah. How are you going to defend that to to mom and dad at Peoria, yeah. uh, Illinois? And I know whenever I say that, there's somebody in Peoria who writes us and says, hey, thanks for mentioning Peoria. Oh, I think we'll be lucky if that's the worst thing we get this week. Uh, however, <laughs> so you don't want to put people in harm's way, except in my opinion, if you don't put people in harm's yeah. way, then you got no stakes. Oh. Got no stakes. Then it's just robot dogs. And there's no reason to there nobody's got a robot dog that's reporting on it for the for buzzfeed.
0: It's like Ned Stark says, uh, you know, uh without uh, without uh without fear you can't have courage. Something without like that. Without
1: fear you can't something have something like
0: courage. that. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. A lot of people call him at art. But like but the point is, like, you know, uh, you know, the uh, the courage is when you're scared and do it anyway.
1: Yes, right. And it's like Danny says mm-hmm. uh, before she uh, burns mm-hmm. down her spoiler alert before she <laughs> uh, before she burns she, uh, uh, dragon ladies, everything, which anybody that watched that show knew was coming for the last say, five years. If you
0: say Dracarys to the fucking Drogon and he takes a minute to cock his head, do your job, sir. Discharge your service weapon. You yes. shouldn't pause before you burn the baldy. Like just get to it.
1: Yeah. What are you doing? Crawling around, just trying to scare You're us. You're thinking
0: like... about, there's no dramatic pauses for dragons. No, you
1: go hard. Oh. uh. So I think Ooh. it's already lots and lots and lots of people are, um, are either being die- died or they're getting sweated really hard mm-hmm. by people who are, mm, let's say, mm-hmm. eight to 10,000 miles away looking at them through a video camera. Yep. And uh, that is not going to get talked about over here. So none of us are going to feel culpable. We're not going to say like. Are they going to blame the dog? I don't think blame is even gonna enter into it until okay. later when history judges us. Oh boy. Okay. But it's it's one of those things where there are a lot of people uh who are mad about uh for instance um that uh America got uh stolded from the people that were living here already. Mm-hmm. But all <laughs> of the people who are mad about it uh uh-huh. who who are not directly descended from people who were living here already are also people who stole it. Like if you got here by Aww. any by any way, yeah. you are also living here and busy stealing it every minute, every day. <sighs> yeah. Every time you go to the store, you're stealing it. It's done, stolded. And uh it's real easy to look back and blame it on somebody, mm-hmm. but it's you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when the dogs when the when uh, when the dogs of war <laughs> are out, uh, Warren, uh-huh. not necessarily driven by mm. somebody that grew up playing first-person shooter games, but pr- probably, and I'm going to say that because studies show, science, yeah. Uh, I feel like is there culpability? Mm. Are you are you personally culpable because we're not uh, paying attention to it? Yeah. Um, at least Matt Martin has got an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Right. He's got a justification. He's saying, No, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh my job as a lieutenant colonel in the Air Force is to keep other people in the Air Force from dying. Yeah. And so if other people have to die, uh that's not that's not a that's not my problem. If robot dogs have to die, who's gonna who's who's crying? You know, who cries for the robot dogs? Who's crying now, yeah.
0: Oh boy, so, that's a good good question, John. Yeah,
1: because I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do a show where where you get letters because mm-hmm. I'm in Latvia, Estonia, and uh, and Lithuania, mm-hmm. hmm. and I'm going, I'm going to those places. What? Going to those places very soon. Oh my goodness!
0: What? Uh, it's, and
1: I think even when this episode is broadcast, I may be in Lithuania or Latvia. Oh, or thanks, Estonia. buddy. Wow. Okay. So, so you're gonna be you're gonna be fielding. Uh, some of the mail oh gosh but you know i want to say that because there are a Mm -hmm. lot of people a lot of friends of the show who live in latvia lithuania and uh, estonia and i'd love to hear from you some recommendations of good places to yes absolutely like lithuanian um say for instance uh, sword canes (laughs) or uh like i don't want a lot of just sort of dumb russian military forgeries Mm Mm-hmm but, you know, if you've got some real interesting sort of places where they're just giving away cool stuff for cheap, yeah, might not even seem cheap to you. Is it, it
0: would it be a form of Latvian thrifting that you're looking for?
1: That's what I want. Mm. I want a thing where things that are no longer or never were interesting to Latvians or Lithuanians or Estonians or even Belarusians, but might be interesting to me where people tell me about those things in time for me to go look at them. Um,
0: this is the first I'm hearing about this trip. Yeah. Um, I don't know for opsec reasons. Are you able to talk about this trip? And, and what uh, did you talk about something on your other program already?
1: Uh, I you know I may have uh, talked about it with Dan, but um, oh, that was weeks ago though. But yeah, probably a long time ago. It what it what it uh what happened? What had happened was that uh. I was, you know, I have this motorcycle trip that I went on last year, and now I apparently do it every year. A motorcycle trip where I, uh, there are a bunch of uh, guys that are all, all like, mm, like, Mo- BMW motorcycle boys, KTM, uh, super fanboys and motorcycle mechanics and racers and people that do wheelies and stuff. Yep. And they adopted me for whatever reason, I don't know. And, uh, and now uh, we go on a trip every year, and this year we're going to Eastern Oregon, and driving around for like I don't know nine days or something, just wow. popping wheelies. I won't pop a single wheelie, but but um, I'm going to be around them. I'm going to be behind them, pretty much. And so we had this we had this very tentative plan because everybody's everybody's everybody, everybody's doing the thing. Yeah. And they and the plan was to I don't know third week of June we were going to go drive around Eastern Oregon. And uh, and then I got a I got a letter from the government the other day. Mm-hmm. I opened it and read it and it said I was a sucker. Is that right? But they got a letter from these guys and they said we got to move it. We got to move the trip because one of us got maybe invited to the Pikes Peak Hill Climb, which is a big deal in this circle of people that climb hills mm-hmm. in in motorcycles. Okay. So we got to move it. We got to move it a week forward. And I was like, no problem. And weirdly, everybody on the thread was like, great, no problem. Which means there's at least 10 of these people don't have any problem moving a nine-day trip a week earlier. Of all the things that you have
0: said to me uh, in this episode, that's the thing that I'm perhaps most confused by. How do you get a block a time like that you
1: could move on that time scale it's a it's it's impressive when i when i said sure no problem Mm -hmm. i pretty much assumed that like eight of the ten guys would be like what i can't just but it turns out they're all living a life uh, maybe that's
0: part of motorcycle life maybe maybe that it's that kind of attitude and that kind of openness to the open road that we call life that, that enables them to integrate that into their motorcycling and their life.
1: It must be, it must it be. Must cause be. I
0: mean like, wow, I, I uh, and I'm not, I'm not complaining. I, I don't mean to complain. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but like, cause I'm not, I don't like going places and I certainly wouldn't ra- want to ride a motorcycle anywhere, but that's a, that's a, that's a chunk of time. Pretty nuts. You go and you grab that banner in your calendar app and just move it. My goodness,
1: pretty nuts. Anyway, so that happened. Parts. Well, now wait, it gets better. Okay, that happened, and I was like, Oh, I guess I'm doing this instead of that. Uh, and uh, my daughter's mother, uh, said, Oh, well, if you're doing the motorcycle trip then instead of that other time, uh, I'm going to be in Scotland because she does uh, internet security, she does um. Uh, uh, web Web security. OK. And she's at a conference in Scotland, some kind of black hat, white hat uh, mm-hmm. thing, gray hats, big hats, big okay. wallets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, I'm going to be in Scotland already. And she's one of these. Uh, she's one of these uh, people that although she's now a, a grown up person that has a job, uh, she still she still thinks about travel like a student. Mm hmm. She's still like, oh, well, it's too expensive to stay in a hotel. We should stay in a youth hostel. And I'm like, we are middle-aged people. I'm not staying in a youth hostel. Also, we don't have to stay in a youth hostel. So she's like, well, I'm in Scotland already. I don't want to come home without, you know, taking another week or 10 days to go do something. Mm-hmm. Go to Portugal or whatever. She says, why don't you load up our child and bring her over to Europe and we'll do some adventure. <sighs> And I was like, well, all right. You know, because the, cause the, the week your, I'm your in. Your calendar is really giving me the sweats. It's crazy. And it's all happening in the last last week or two. Uh, uh, the week that I'm in the motorcycle trip and uh, and uh, my daughter's mother is on Scotland, mm-hmm. uh, our baby will be at the grandparents. And when she's at the grandparents, she doesn't care whether we live or die, whether she ever <laughs> sees us again. <laughs> That's a mixed blessing. So I will go. So she's not going to even notice we're gone. It'll be her summer break. And then I go get her, retrieve her, and say, guess what, sweetie? We're going on an airplane. She knows about it already. Okay. But so uh, so the initial plan was like, why don't we go to Portugal? And I'm like, yeah, Portugal's great. But uh, first of all, I've been there a lot. And second of all, you know, oh, come on. It's like, why don't we go to Portugal? Come on. She's like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, what about Malta? And she's like, Malta? Hmm. And she starts. She's somebody that likes to go on the computer and find plane tickets. She likes it. She actually likes it. Myrtle. Oh my goodness!
0: <gasps> now I
1: would rather be in a in a Dick Cheney underground shipping container than go online and buy a plane ticket. But she likes it. That's amazing. So she comes back and she says, in order to get to Malta, we have to fly into you know, uh, Slavovia. And then we rent like motorized skateboards. It was too, it was complicated. And she's like blah 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 blah, blah I say blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Eventually she's like, well, where do you want to go? And I just said Latvia. Whoa. And she was like, okay, <Āás> <gasps> we're going to Latvia. And I was like, well, hey, if we're going to, why don't we start in uh, Lithuania and go out of Estonia? Like, I want to see them all while I'm there. And she's like. <gasps> Okay, we're going, <laughs> we're landing in one place. That's just we're more landing. typing for her. Yeah, we're I landing mean, she's, in she's finally, like
0: it's, it's as difficult for her as typing. I'm having it a panic no. attack just thinking about what it looks like on a calendar, like three orders of reality away,
1: and she's just typing. She's just... And so we're flying into Tallinn. We're renting a car. And we're going down the road, as you do. Uh, and, uh, we're, we initially, we were going to be there a week. And then once we started to make plans, uh, it began, we, and she bought the tickets. This is the best part. Um, she bought the tickets. We had plans. We were landing in Tallinn, and we were flying out of Vilnius. And then, uh, Within 10 hours, she's like, We're not there long enough. Mm-hmm. And I said, Why? We're there for a week. And she was like, Yeah, but it's not long enough. I said, Is this just one of those FOMOs? And she was like, Maybe. Who cares? Hmm. <laughs> and now we're there for like 10, 11 days. Oh, boy. Wow, 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 wow. So what happened Oof. is that now I'm going to Max FunCon as you do. Oh my god! you got dragon sized holes in your fort i'm doing a little i'm doing a a little mini tour of friendly fire. We're just testing the waters we're okay. just doing five shows so I'm only gonna be home for one day in june wow and I didn't know any of this the first of April oh. Didn't know a single bit of this. None of this was happening, except there was some nascent motorcycle trip plan that I never, that I didn't quite remember what month it was happening. Okay. And so I talked to my mom, and she says, Don't get sick. (laughs) And I say, How do I not get sick? And she says, Don't. She says, You know what she said? What? She said, Aloha. uh, hashtag Hashtag Aloha. Yeah, she said, she said, you need to not give a good goddamn about anything. Like, no matter what, you don't care. You oh, don't keep, care what's going Keep out dinner. the
0: stressors yeah, that yes. will contribute to uh, one of those little bugs getting in you.
1: That's right. She says, if you spend all afternoon at the airport because something, don't worry about it. If, you, mm-hmm. if somebody gives you some food and it's wrong, don't worry about it. If you have to walk from here to there instead of take a whatever, don't mm-hmm. worry about it. You don't worry about anything. You just go wow. with the flow. 100% go with the flow, and you won't get sick, and everything will be fine. But if you stop even for a second, if you clinch even for a second because you get bad customer service from somebody in Latvia, mm-hmm. then the then the sick is going to descend on you, and then you're going to be doing all this, and you're going to be miserable. And I was like, hashtag aloha. Mm-hmm. This is where it all
0: I'm on a fourteen hour. So you've been training flight.
1: for this for months. I have been. I have been. I'm on a fourteen hour flight with uh, with an eight year old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and it's just gonna be massively hashtag aloha. She's gonna be Aloha because because uh, she she can be Aloha, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it's not in the nature of it. But in the event
0: an, that for whatever reason, um, you know, having forfend, she's not hashtag aloha, that's not allowed to affect your hashtag aloha. You need to stay in the zone. Thank you. It's thank like a movie, like, uh, was, I forget, so some movie was like a version of speed. Maybe it was a TV show where like, you can't get your heartbeat over a certain rate. Hmm. And like, you're nervous about your heart rate going up. There you know is. what I mean? You kind of locked your keys inside the key. And like, but Mm -hmm. now you, you need to stay in the Aloha zone regardless of what comes up.
1: And what's nice about my relationship with my little girl is that she often has, she often gets upset Mm -hmm. as a form of performance for a certain audience. Hmm. And I am not that audience.
0: Oh, interesting. Because just, yes. just to clarify, for those who are following the Dramatis Percent, IE,
1: you're going to be going solo on that flight with your eight-year-old. She and I are going to be traveling solo for a couple of days together. You're not going to get have, a lot of
0: breaks, as they say. No.
1: We have to get from one place to another in order to get from one place to another. And then once we're there, we have to get from one place you got to travel another. to travel. That's right. And so... But what we have all noticed over time is that if she has a certain audience of people (laughs) comprised of certain people, (laughs) Mm -hmm. she will be much more upset about whether or not the bacon is crispy or whether or not the, you know, the lights are a certain temperature than if it's just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And when it's just the two of us, she really goes with the flow. Um. Uh, Q, Queens of the Stone Age record. Mm -hmm. She just is like, oh, well, I mean, it's not that she doesn't get upset, but she manages her feelings a little bit better just because she she doesn't
0: use it as a springboard to a broader emotional situation,
1: right? She's not trying to go to the macaroni and cheese store as hard with me as she is with other people, because if I say "Ah, we're not going to the macaroni and cheese store, Mm -hmm. there's not any other kind of. Like there's not a, there's not a second, you can't open a second front. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, it's not like you bring out the big cannon and, and lob the explosive shells into the castle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like, oh, the macaroni and cheese store. We're going to we're going to go to that a different day. And so there's, so the performance isn't really, it's not productive. And so we just, she and I just sort of bobble along. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we have a good time. We also, you know, we explore different systems. So if we're on an airplane, there are a lot of systems to uh to explore we, we get to keep moving and get out of the way yeah and then once we're on there we have we're conscious of all the people around us which is which takes as you know a lot of maybe, energy maybe
0: try to figure out who
1: farted who farted right <laughs> that's one <laughs> that was stupid people do <laughs> fart on a plane though oh they do it's a it's a fart tube Merlin. it's a, it's
0: a little, little gift for everybody in coach here you go yeah, yeah. this is for you long pigs will you have I've only been I've I've been trying to follow this through your other program as much as I can. Yes. Will your housing related situation things be settled by the time you go?
1: I also, get, here's the here's the double triple. The one day of June that I am home mm-hmm. is the day that my house closes.
0: Whoa! So you gotta you you. Okay, well, I got up to the part where you had several different people looking at it and making offers. And there was one you liked over the other, but you didn't want to be, you know, uh, duplicitous about it. So you got you're doing this. So
1: what's happening? What happened was I got a bunch of offers. I liked none of them were offers that made me feel like hooray triumph. Yeah, but they were all fine. Uh, they were all just like, oh, right. And not every time you you sell a house is it like an incredible triumph. A lot of times you just uh, you just do it. It's a success. But it's not a thing where the rest of your life you're like, and then I took a, you know, I bought a thing for a dollar. And I sold it for a million dollars because it was a Picasso. I got it at a thrift store. Lol. <laughs> uh, this was just a thing, a thing I bought and I sold it Later. Um and it was fine. But I got these offers and one of them was a family that I liked. I thought mm-hmm. they would be good, good for the neighborhood, good for the house. Yeah. And another was kind of an anonymous couple
0: of young people. you think people. they
1: were Saudi? No, I think they were young, young people that worked in tech. Okay. And uh it's not that I uh, it's not that I'm against young people in tech, but I knew more or, or about Saudis. the other, Yeah. Or, or Saudis, I Actually, need you know, more... sometimes people need to move a lot of money around, according to TV. Well, this is not the house. I don't think that you would do that See, if you were a Saudi, per- which
0: makes it perfect. Interesting, good point. I hadn't considered that. I don't have a, I don't have a single problem with it. Well, I do, but but in your case, you you but you're on the horns of a dilemma because you you want you want to go to a, a good you want your home to go to a new home, good new home.
1: I do. I did. I did. You did. Um, but the problem was the people that I liked had. A little bit of – you know, they were – one of the things probably that was like most likable about them was that getting my house was a little bit of a stretch for them. Oh, you're pulling for them. And so they needed – they needed to be accommodated because they didn't have the money. Like down payment-wise? Down payment-wise, they didn't – the bank. Oh, like big big credit-wise? Yeah, they just needed an awful lot of help. Yeah. And for my part, I had spent the last year in both professionally and personally feeling like every day there was a new whammy. Yeah. You wake up every morning and you're like, no whammies, no whammies. And then uh, it's another whammy. And I just was so exhausted of whammies, particularly since when this house went on the market, everybody said, well, good luck. You're going to sell it in two days for... 100 million bitcoins, Mm -hmm. and then it was on the market for five weeks without a single offer. Oh, jeez. I was just like, I really don't want any whammies. And then the people, the Saudis, let's call them. Sure. came in and they were like, here's an offer where there are no whammies. We're taking all the possible whammies out of the offer. Because, you know, real estate, you got got this kind of whammy, you got that kind of whammy. You see them out in the distance. Mm Mm-hmm. And it felt like uh, the the family that I love. I mean, like, is it one of those things?
0: It feels like it's one of those things where like, there's one way this could go right. And then like five, four or five ways that this could go wrong.
1: Yeah, uh, that's right. It's the type of thing where they would say, oh, well, we did an inspection and the hot water heater needs to be replaced and we'd like you to uh, replace the hot water heater. Mm-hmm. At which point now I'm in a situation where I sold the house. But not yet I have to spend more money or I have to – their offer now becomes less of a good offer. Right, because, you're not out yet. Right. And um, and the other people, the Saudis, had even more of those things. They were J- like – Jalissa and Robert Saudi. Jalissa and Robert Saudi mm-hmm. had uh, had a bunch of those things. Like, oh, well – because they were the – you know, they're Saudis. So they were like, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to inspect it. We're going to knock you down every chance we get. Um, but the problem is here's the real estate secret. If your house goes and gets marked as pending, mm-hmm. which is what it's marked when someone has made an offer, you've accepted it, but it hasn't closed. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, the people who are buying it say, we want a new water heater and you go, I really can't go down. And they say, well, we're backing out. Then oh. your house goes back on the market. Oh, yeah, it, it, looks having- like it looks distressed. Yes, it looks I like I get somebody.
0: it. I get it. I get it. It's sort of like to previous conversations. It's like you're closer to having agreed than you would prefer, and now you you bear the uh, the dark mark. Well, like right. and, and like yeah. So I mean, like you look a little bit like uh, damaged goods. Like, why yes. did that go wrong? What was up exactly. with that?
1: Because then people are like, "Oh, did they need a new water heater?" And you wouldn't buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's bad. It's a look bad look. So anyway, I decide to sell it to the nice family. Uh, It means that they're going to be a bunch of whammies, but you know, it's, they're better than the other guys Mm -hmm. and, uh, and whatever. And then the Saudis come in out of nowhere and they're like, we will waive all inspections, all financing questions. We will give you a close date and the thing will close because there's nothing that can stop it closing.
0: Oh, and, they're and giving
1: giving—they're giving you a clear path to an exit with no whammies. No whammies. They basically say no whammies. No whammies. Which, in effect, made their offer worth way more money mm-hmm. because there's no—everybody else was going to try and chip me down. So as bad as it felt uh, to not sell it to the nice people, mm-hmm. it did not feel bad to spend— four more months waiting for the whammies to drop. But what that means is it closes on the one day that I'm back. And it's totally a coincidence (laughs) that I'm back that day. It's just like,
0: yeah, exactly. It's like, it's uh, in the Tetris game, the, this, the weird irony is there's exactly one slot. And then of course that fit. It was
1: that day. Wow. Um, and all that means is that I come back that one day Yep. And I just have to stay #hashtag Aloha. Yeah. Uh, I, it, now, if that all happens, they agreed to they agreed to let me stay there an extra month. Uh, but what that means is that then I get back from my my trip to Latvia, uh, Lithuania, Estonia,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. possibly Finland and Belarus. And I have two weeks to get all my stuff out of the house.
0: Ah, John, how can you tolerate this?
1: Well, I have you're, to stay. here. Uh, the uh,
0: you're doing the, the trench run at the the Battle of uh, Yavin.
1: Bombs are dropping. You got to use a like, two
0: meter like a, a two meter target,
1: right? I it's a two meter target, but I gotta, but it's got to be there.
0: You got to use what's a proton torpedoes.
1: I have to use a Gaia bomb.
0: Oh God! You're going to salt the earth and then start over. Take away the salt. Yep, sl- that's <gasps> John, right. But John, how are you, you not know what? so stressed out? You've got to How gonna, are you staying aloha? Spock
1: is going to be alive, though. That's the oh, thing. Spock's going to come back as long as we back. find a way to remember him.
0: Holy crap, John! You—I don't want to say anything because I want to keep you in that aloha state. But that's aloha. Aloha. That's a lot. I gotta.
1: I gotta stay there. I gotta a lot's happening. Aloha. A lot is happening. It is. It is. And that's why I want some recommendations. I got a letter today Mm -hmm. uh, from uh, someone in Latvia. Cool. Who said he's a, you know, he's, I think he's maybe a little bit younger than we are. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, I really, you know, it's great that you're coming to Latvia. I really want uh, you to enjoy yourself. Uh, And then he, like, he spent three paragraphs disparaging his city. There's no place to park. Is that, is that customary in, in Latvia? I think it's typical of uh, of Baltic peoples, but also I think you would, you know, like I think it's somewhat maybe a product of being slightly younger than us and feeling maybe it's the thing where you introduce yourself and go I suck in a, or it could in be a, like living like, in
0: Florida. Or like you know when you when you bring it up you feel like there's probably some things that you should say before you get to the
1: part you want to say right as an explanation right yeah,
0: kind of yeah like some context yeah nobody asked
1: for it, but still but yeah and that's the thing that's the other thing it's like uh I think the younger thing is maybe don't send a three page email when a when a two paragraph email will suffice yeah but that just is a product of once you get it once you get a little older you got a kid you don't have time to you know, sit and mm-hmm. write a bunch of write a bunch of scented letters to people you know. Anyway, I'm going to read that letter. Uh, I didn't have a chance to do it uh, earlier because it cause it because uh, as I scrolled through it, it kept going. Mm-hmm. Oh I, that, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I get you. But I think when this uh, episode airs, I will be either there or on it my, on my way there. So I want to hear I want to hear people uh, tell me what to do while I'm there. I'm uh, I'll ignore ninety percent of your suggestions, but maybe mm-hmm. there's one that's that's pure gold. Yeah. And I'll just be like alohaing the shit out of it. I've always wanted to go to the Baltics. It the the area comports with a lot of my interests, right? It's part of the Grand Duchy of of uh, you know hmm. Lithuania, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is stuff that I like. Uh, they got all this uh, this Russia time that I don't think anybody there is happy with, and Russia's breathing down their necks again, which nobody's happy with. But the thing is, here we are here. We sit over here and uh, they're sitting there every time, every time Putin rattles his saber. Yeah they, yeah, they can hear it in their houses. And we're just we're just playing first person shooter games here. We got no knowledge of it. Could be Russia invades Estonia. Uh, and uh, we don't even hear about it because Buzz, BuzzFeed shuts down or whatever. Right. We only hear about it on Infowars, and we don't we don't right. listen to Infowars.
0: Have you have you looked at the coat of arms of Latvia? No, I just sent you no, a link not recently, and uh, it's it's really fascinating. I'm, what's great is I guess I, I I was aware, and there actually is an old podcast bit about this about like the way you describe a coat of arms, but I didn't realize how sophisticated. Uh the descriptions are so i'm gonna literally just read what it says here on the internet science page. The crest is an arc of three mullets ore, I guess an mm. ore is a thing a bla- uh, gold could be oh, you think so three mullets R- or, ore oh God, you sure like orce. ore like or a yes yeah. okay bla blazon or blazon, Perfess and in base per pale first azure, a demi sun issuing from base ore, second argent, a lion rampant. Cantornay Jules.
1: Kantorne, Jules. Ghoul,
0: a third ghoul, a griffin segreant brandishing in the dexter claw, a sword Argent. Now for somebody like me who doesn't speak coat of arms, what that doesn't say is
1: it's you got, love the band Argent.
0: And hold your head up, big zombies fan. But in this case, I am loving the recursion.
1: I mean, I don't. It's think crazy it's, because there's a lion and a griffin it, uh, on the then, outside holding on up the, the shield. Outside, holding the shield, but then inside the shield, guess what? There's a lion and a griffin. Boom! A lion and a griffin, and Just they're th- in the same relation to one another. It's not like they flipped or something.
0: No, 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 no. It's it's saying the same thing twice. It's a hat on a hat. If I could say, all
1: respect to Latvia now wait a minute does the second griffin i'm talking about the inner griffin yeah. is it holding a sword he looks like the second griffin is holding the sword the second lion is just going raw, raw, raw. isn't big, he yeah he's his mouth is more open his tongue is more out yeah the second lion is more but he's kind of like back on his heels a little bit uh-huh i feel i fear the second lion more than the first lion mm-hmm. actually i fear the second griffin more than well, the second first griffin one. is armed the second griffin is armed and just seems more like he's more aggressive. The, the, the first, the,
0: the, the first griffin looks like he just woke up from uh, like like a little unexpected nap. Yeah. The other griffin well, the, is very focused.
1: The lion and the griffin and the wardrobe that are holding <laughs> up the the shield. Yes. Are they have a job to do? They're holding a shield. Oh, absolutely. Where the smaller lion and griffin are just are just fighters. Yes. But then there's like some mistletoe and some Christmas garland underneath. I don't know if
0: that's technically what they call it, but that's what it reads as to me. Boy, I'm glad you nailed it with that ore thing. Oh, it really? Yeah, Gold. I mean, this, And Argent is silver, right? Uh, argent. Argent. Ar- ar- second, Argent. First,
1: Azure. Azure is blue. A second, griffin segreant ar- seg- brandishing in the dexter claw a sword. A sword, sword Argent. Argent. So dexter must mean right. Oh, yeah, for... yeah, yeah. Dexterous as opposed to sinister left.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Two oak oh. branches fructed. Oh,
1: my God. The compartment. Yeah, De- dexter, get... alliance rampant ghouls or jewels.
0: You're on the supporter. You're on the supporter. I'm looking at the compartment where you got two oak branches fructed vert tied together by a ribbon sanguine charged mm-hmm. with a bar argent. Holy shit. Will you give me a shirt... Like, and whatever a Latvian large is, if you find it, can you keep me a Latvian large with the coat of arms of Latvia on it?
1: Oh, Latvian large. It's going to take somebody from Big Wallet. (laughs) Safe (laughs) drafts. Uh,